Welcome to the Brown and Balanced Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm your girl, Stephanie. And this podcast was created to provide a safe space and have healthy conversations. Where we expose you to our friendship of 16 years and we balance motherhood, friendships, and becoming entrepreneurs. Thank you for listening to the show. Back to execution time. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode with the Brown and Balanced Podcast. I'm your host, DeAsia. And I'm Stephanie. We're just welcoming you guys into another episode. So thank you so much for tuning in. You know, we're going to jump right into it, into our vents about it. So what's going on, DeAsia? Hmm. I think I want to vent about just inconsistency. I don't know why that has just like been aching at me lately, but it's just like a big red flag when it comes to platonic and romantic relationships for me. I just do not like inconsistency. The moment I feel like somebody is being inconsistent with me, you playing with me. Bye. Why are you being weird to me? That's literally how I, I feel, though. That. Like, why are you being weird to me? <laughs> I was, oh, my God. And I was just listening to a song that said something about that. It was some uh, some line that Lotto said. Something like, like, something like girls be weird. They, they heart your story or something, but really don't like you. Weird energy. Just weird. Weird. I just don't like inconsistency. Though. You know the bad part. I feel like it's. Be, I feel like we consider things inconsistent, and a lot of people don't, and that's the problem. That's the problem. That's how you know you don't be in alignment with somebody because if mm-hmm. you already express to somebody, kind of like your pet peeves or like mm-hmm. your ticks or your irks or whatever mm-hmm. your quirks, and it's like they still show you that mm-hmm. you like. Okay, red flag. I'm confused. Like, exactly. I, I didn't already show told you everything. Like, and I think that's at least for me. That's one thing that stops me from being in a from being vulnerable no from being in a relationship because I have to pay attention to that I feel like a lot of times people tend to like skip over that part and it's like if that person showed you inconsistency in dating in the dating process why are you expecting something different now that you're in a relationship with them why are you expecting something different like, they already showed you that they were inconsistent in the dating process, but you wanted them to pick you so bad and be in a relationship with you, and now you're expecting somebody to be committed to you, and now they don't know how to show up for you. Now you can't rely on them because they're inconsistent. But you know what? That's how a lot of us, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of us end up in situationships. For sure. Because of inconsistency, because it's like we see something in somebody and mm-hmm. like, oh, I really like this person, or I, I like this specific quality about this person yeah. not this yeah. so it's like we see all these red flags and be turning them orange trying to give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm, like oh mm-hmm. maybe that person going through something or maybe you know they're having a bad day i know like, i give people the benefit of the doubt a yeah. lot like i'm always having grace over people but as i continue as to just adult, it, yeah i was about to say as i continue to no. just get older and wiser there's literally no excuse for like poor behavior when it comes to communication because that's a red flag for me. If you do not know how to properly communicate your feelings and what you're going through and how your day was or where you're feeling or where I met with you and the space we're in, mm-hmm. don't talk to me. If you don't want me, then no, don't do talk to that me. You maintain. Go ahead with someone else. You know I love me some Fantasia. But no, it's very true because it's like inconsistency can make you or change the way that you feel about a person yes like it's like i was feeling you so hard and now i'm just like dang now it's it's, it's coming down like my 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 delulu moments exactly <laughs> exactly because like, you be delusional lulu okay seeing a whole whole perfect picture life with this person like oh my god like they so cool and then you be like damn, i don't even like you right i don't even like you 
it just kind of brought me to like the most random question though how do you feel about um homeboys and homegirls going from that to like dating like do you think that people should just like say Ooh. if you have a platonic relationship and y'all friends do you think that friends should explore dating each other or should they just keep it at a friendship level i'm gonna say this i think i think both parties have to make that clear decision Mm -hmm. that means that boundaries have to be in place if it ever turns from platonic to romantic mm -hmm. i'm not i think that honestly i think that's the best way to go because i feel like for a yeah, be my friend first that's what i'm saying like i feel like for a real mm -hmm. relationship to prosper you have to be able you have to get to know one another mm -hmm. and through the platonic stage mm -hmm. that person gets to see you through all seasons and you don't mm -hmm. have to feel bad about it yeah i actually feel the opposite <laughs> What? I yeah, I feel like like no. Well, of course it does depend on the friendship. friendship. Yes, I was gonna say because that's depend. But that's why I say a homeboy, homegirl though, because I feel like with your friends, you do get to see like all different sides mm -hmm. of them. But like if it's somebody that you just like cool like, with, yeah, then you don't know what they're like when it comes to like romantically. So now, like, say if I jump in a ro relationship with you, no, I was about to say, say if I jump in a relationship with you or I start start liking yeah. you and dating you. Now I have to see what do you treat me like when it comes to like dating Ooh. versus how you treated me when I was just cool I with you, you and it required no commitment from you. You was the coolest person ever. You was nice. You were super generous. You was consistent. You were supportive. But now when it comes to commitment, it's like, ooh, okay. you got scared. Okay. What By happened? you saying that, I'm going to say yeah. it's iffy. It is I'm iffy. I'm going to say it's a 50-50. But it may not. It and can then, work and it may not work. Mm -hmm. Because it, it is a situation where it could possibly ruin the friendship and, and you it can't could. come back from it mm -hmm. and sometimes or you might just start looking at that person differently though too because you're gonna be like this is not the person that i thought that i knew i i tried to explore a different side of you and once you see how somebody act like romantically it'll make you, you not want to be their friend either though that's a good question i honestly feel like it depends on the type of relationship you guys already had the foundation yeah, that's of true. the relationship like if you guys started off with just like really kicking it like like cool yeah if y'all just cool yeah, yeah. Like, like we can kick it we can laugh mm -hmm. like okay but y'all never really was in an intimate setting mm -hmm. to put yourself in that situation mm -hmm. then it, I, I feel like it may work but mm -hmm. i feel like if y'all kind of dibbled and dabbled where y'all kind of knew y'all liked each other and y'all mm -hmm. just been playing friends mm -hmm. and y'all just been kind of y'all knew y'all like each other yeah, yeah, yeah i feel yeah, like yeah. if y'all playing it safe and y'all truly got feelings for one another mm -hmm. that's when it can get messy because that's when it's going to start changing your view of that person. Like, okay, I really yeah, like Yeah, because you. you already set your but standards of how you feel I'm about them. This, at the same time, if you actually was friends with this person, your homeboy, your mm -hmm. homegirl, that means that you would have picked up on patterns. Because if y'all are actually cool and y'all talk about mm -hmm. relationships with one another, mm -hmm. you kind of got an idea of who this person is. That's what I'm saying. You will already have an idea like, of what type of man he is or what type of girl, female she is. How, if, she cheat on if, her that's man, what I'm saying. Like, I was just about to say that. Are they loyal? Yeah. Like you literally will know all of that that's stuff. That's scary though. Yeah, now, that, that is scary. That I would say is scary is when that person knows like your deepest secrets already. It's like yes. a 50-50. Like and then they, they play with you. Ooh, and they play with you. Then we got to fight. Now we got to fight. No, for real. Like meet me in a Parking lot. Like, pork in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> no, pork in the parking lot. What? Because I'm not finna play with you. And you, you know that. Weird? And you know what has hurt me. You know some of my trauma. Oh. You know some of my triggers. And then you go through that process only to do the same thing that other A people have done pattern. to me. How dare you? You know, at that point, I feel like it's, <laughs> if that happens and it's a repeated pattern after mm -hmm. you already told somebody mm -hmm. things that you went through, they didn't care. That's what starts triggers. Mm -hmm. 
your PTSD, all those things kick in. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the day, what you have to realize, you have to hold yourself accountable and realize that this person, although you may have thought you meant so much to them Mm -hmm. and you really didn't, you have to realize that at the end of the day, everything boils down to respect. So that person didn't respect you enough to, to be transparent. They didn't respect you enough to be honest with you and just be genuine. Like, hey, I like you. But I, I honestly am not in the position. I am emotionally unavailable. Thank you. Like, although you're a really cool girl, I'm just not in the position right now in my life, in this stage. In to this commit season, to, to what commit you might or what want. what you want. So, with all due respect, I'm going to leave this fish alone, put it back in the water. Yes. So you can find somebody so you can really be able to find. level. And I really love the fact that you said respect because that is, that's when I I feel disrespected when people don't properly communicate with me because it don't take nothing to talk to me. So the fact that you said, the fact that you said respect, I feel like that's everything like in a romantic relationship and a platonic one, because you owe me the decency, because if you have respect for me, you would know, okay. I'm going to tell her this. Or that's like if y'all made plans and then you ain't able to come through on your plans. The respectful thing would be to give your friends a heads up and let them know versus not just leaving them out there confused as hell. Again, romantic or platonic. So now I'm sitting here left with these thoughts and I have no idea what happened, what I did wrong, what I said wrong. And I'm expecting you to have enough respect for me to be able to communicate and let me know what went wrong. And you literally said nothing at all. So now I'm up under the impression that something going to happen that's not. It's a respect thing. Oh, you just made me think about something that just pissed me Man. off. Man. Oh, not you got triggered over here. I I'm did. triggered. I did. No, I really did. And you want to know what triggers me? Or what? like what's ghosting. What grinds your gear? Ghosting. Oh, I don't like ghosting I either. I think it's so immature. That's immature as hell. I, I, listen, y'all. We too grown for that. I'm going to tell you what bothers me. Is when you don't have the common courtesy to just let me know what's going on. If you dealing with somebody else, you got something going on, this ain't what you want. This ain't what you want. You can walk away. (laughs) Yeah. And I can, with all respect for you, I'm going to allow you to walk away and do what's best for you. If I I am not the person for you that God put in your life, then let me go find my husband. But that ghosting and that blocking bullshit... Sorry, excuse me. But it's okay. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet trying to trying to reel it back that, in. Because mm. that oh, y'all don't understand. Like it does something to my it spirit. Is, that's the and it just, it's it's like a slap in the face because it it's is. just like like you just say. But similar, it make I was gonna say it make me it make me lose respect for you. Yes. And it makes because you, the it fact makes that you so had upset. lack of respect. Now I don't have no First respect all, for you because I, I don't like the way that you move with me. So now I don't respect you I'm as a person, as a human. Now I don't have no respect for you. I just, I just don't understand it. Like I just feel like, okay, I know that maybe when <laughs> we were younger, we weren't able mm-hmm. to express ourselves properly. But now that we're adults, you can tell somebody straight up, like you, you just not feeling them. Like I yeah, you can. Like I just don't. You the amount oh. of times that dudes ghost women. Or just don't be honest. And I'm not saying women don't do the same. Cause we yeah, because women, women yeah, women do it too. That, listen. Women, we be knowing though. And I think that that's why we over explain ourselves. is because we're so emotional. At least for me. I'll feel bad. I, I cannot ghost anybody. I will feel bad. Of course, if it's something that don't mean nothing and it's so early, no time was put in, no real effort, no real conversation, then of course, you're gone. Boom. God never created you. I don't know you. Have a good life, <laughs> sir. God. 
God never created you. God, like, hold on now. Yeah. No, like, that's that's where I'm at with it. Don't play with me. I would act like God never created you. I'm going to leave it right there. That's just ghosting, okay? Yeah, I don't like ghosting. Now, if you ghosting for a reason because this person something to you, sure. That's different, yeah. Allow somebody the opportunity to be able to make a decision for themselves or respect the decision that you have already made by giving them the proper notice. It's as simple as that. And just ask them. Just be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. I don't really think that we may be in alignment at this time. I would still love to be friends with you. Like, I still want to be cool, cool. yeah. it's just like that whole ghosting thing. It's like Deja said, and that yeah. inconsistency will make you start doubting yourself as a yes, person. Yes, it make like you think work. you did something wrong, and, and you ain't do nothing wrong. Right now, I'm gonna tell everybody on this podcast: what? you are not the problem. You was never the you problem. You are not the problem. They fumbled. It's you. them. They fumbled you. Keep that in mind. Every the next time somebody ghosts you mm-hmm. or don't give you the the respect that you deserve to yeah. tell you or be transparent with you. Take that as a sign that they was never meant to be in your life. That God was like, Mm-mm, this person don't even deserve. To no, it's crazy. You cannot fumble me. Like you just can't fumble a woman of God. You ain't doing nothing but fumbling yourself. You playing with God at that point? Exactly. Now you gotta, you gotta answer. Now to you him. gotta answer that to ain't him. Got to do with me that now. ain't got nothing to do with me. He removed me out of the situation. That's Thank you, hands, Lord. Baby. Thank you, Father. Thank you, okay. Jesus. You know, Won't he do oh, it? Thank you. Because you didn't save me from something I didn't even know I needed saving from. Thank you. I'm gonna tell you guys another thing. Thinking positive after getting ghosted is very, very... Love that for us. It's very, very important. And what I mean by that is if somebody ghosts you, mm-hmm. think of it this way. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you pray to God to remove people out of your life who doesn't deserve you, <laughs> they remove that person. He does it instantly. Houdini. Houdini style. Boom. Bye. Boom. And you know Boom. what? And maybe that could have been that could have been your biggest blessing that God had gave. That's you. what I'm saying. He's saving you from something he you did. didn't even know you, you needed saving from. Maybe you already knew this man. You had didn't no, even know. No good intentions. Maybe no you knew good that woman intentions. had no intentions yeah. for you. Like maybe and you already knew. I was gonna say, depending on the experience, just learn to appreciate whatever time that you did have with the person. Don't even leave with like no ill Regrets. will or bitter feelings because when you leave or um remove remove yourself from a situation and now you're sitting here feeling some type of way, you are blocking yourself from the next person. From the next person, and I was going to say you're also blocking yourself from being able to live freely. Mm. It's freedom. And removing yourself from certain situations. It's freedom that comes with that. When you remove all of the feelings and that ill will, it's freedom in that. You're going to feel so much more better. And then now you can actually attract what you wanted. Because now you're not sitting there being mad and being bitter about the situation. Well, now you're not settling. Oh, definitely that's, not settling. That's, that's the biggest that's, part. That's now a boundary. You still don't know. Now you're not just picking the qualities you like out of a person. Now you're actually getting the full package. Yeah, and now you're not being forced to deal with something that <laughs> really never had good intentions okay, for you anyway. That's like getting like a, a chicken leg that was already bit. You don't want exactly. That. I don't want that. <laughs> Dry piece of chicken. <laughs> I ain't got no hot sauce, no ranch. <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. No, no sides come with here. A biscuit? <laughs> Lemonade? <laughs> this is like a biscuit with no honey. Like, what? This is dry. Oh I don't God. like it here. I hate it here. I'm not going to lie. I feel like this this turned into Wait. a really good conversation. You had to name your ex as a restaurant? What would it be? Okay. A okay. fast ooh, food ooh, restaurant. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh... She's like, ooh, ooh. Oh, this is a good one. I know. Caught you off guard with that one, huh? Wait. Fast food or just any restaurant? Fast food. All right. (laughs) I'm like, go to Korea. What? (laughs) 
giving out all you can eat? Was he giving out his meat to everybody? Yeah, oh. community dick. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, y'all. Sorry, first lady. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Because she be Why listening. She be supporting us. I know. Say, I'm sorry to the congregation. <laughs> I okay, just want to be. God knows my heart. Beyonce had the best album of all times. Look, I'm God gonna let knows you. my heart better than I do. Thank you. I'm gonna let you finish your speech. I'm gonna but... let you finish, but God knows me. All right, go ahead. But no, I feel like it brings like a. It brings us to our topic for the day, which is I know we talked. We touched wait, some... you ain't got no restaurant? Oh yeah, dang, I forgot already that fast. ADHD. Um, come on, man. You go oh, first. you you should yours should be Jack in the Box. I ain't never had Jack in the Box. I ain't never had Jack nasty? in the Box either. It gotta be nasty. I heard it was good, but no, nah, you gotta pick a nasty right, restaurant. Thing. All right, now, I, I, let me pick one for real, for real. Uh, let me see who am I be. Um, dang, it That's depends on which ex. Answer. It depends on which ex. Give me an ex. Whisper in my ear, and then I'll be able to make a decision. Who? Dang, really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know this shit funny. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gotta be nasty. I wish you said restaurant because I've been like, oh, Brian. All right, fine. We can do a restaurant then since I can't think of nothing. Since I can't think of like no net because I think everybody likes fast food. Subway. <laughs> it ain't fresh. <laughs> yeah. It ain't fresh. Little Caesars because we all hot and really hot in the pants. Please stop. Horny bumps. <laughs> Please, I'm saying, no, I'm I'm a little Caesar, bro. That's what it is. I'm <laughs> That's what it is. That's my final answer. This man is not a high and ready. <laughs> high and ready because he was hot in everybody's <laughs> hot in everybody's so hard and in everybody's DM. <laughs> I'm sorry, this should not be this funny, y'all. I'm so sorry. Oh, your turn. Oh my god. Your turn, oh my girl. god. I know. I'm I'm sitting over here trying to think of something that's nasty. I'm trying to think of a place that I don't even like that I, I would never eat. Or you could just use the catchphrase for it. That's what I'm saying. They could be Arby's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, man, ain't got the meat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't need it, y'all. Oh, man. <sighs> I'm going to just go on mine. White castles? Oh, white castles make your breath stink for three days. Shitty. You know what it do. That's just how I feel like he was as a person. Ooh, facts. Ooh. <laughs> so that's why I hey, said that. That's what he was. Snap, snap, he just was. <laughs> Shitty. So we got little Caesars and white castles. So we got little Caesars so and white castles. Throughout the episode, y'all know who we talking y'all about. Y'all know who we talking about. Funk you. Yeah. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh y'all, we going to have to start that. I would love to know like who, like what. If you had to name a restaurant for your ex, what would they be? What Please, restaurant would they be? We're about to go live on this question because this no, is for real, that is so funny. I would really want to know. All right, one more clothing store. <laughs> um, I'm gonna call mine uh, Ross. What I like Ross. I was gonna say Rainbow or no Deb. Deb. All right, I'm going to change my for real, for real. Final answer, Dots. final answer. No, City Trends. City, City Trends. And Four. City Trends. <laughs> City Trends. 
<laughs> he is city trans for real. He is city trans. <laughs> so is city trans. They right next door to each other. <laughs> we need to do better. I need me a Nordstrom nigga. I need a banana republic. Banana republic. Hey, you know I just walk past banana republic. I don't ever go in. I hope this episode. <laughs> I hope this one make it through. Okay. Cause we is playing too my much. I'm hot. Oh my I'm god. Left. The fact that I couldn't think of no restaurants though. Oh my god. He definitely a Popeyes biscuit. Just dry. <laughs> Just dry. Conversation was dry. I don't even know how you got me. You dry. You know what? That, I swear this brings us into <laughs> our perfect conversation for today. I know we talked about it in a previous episode, but I feel like we never really dive deep into it. Okay, which one? Talking about traditional roles. Oh, yeah. I think we did mention that um, with femininity. And the reason why I wanted to bring that back up today is because I feel like people get the roles confused. Mm -hmm. It's like women want to be men and men want to be women at this point sometimes. And I'm not understanding where where I think I said it in my last episode when we did talk about it. I don't want to wear the drawers. I don't either. I like my panties. They cute. Very. Dainty. Victoria's Secret. No, good. <laughs> don't cover nothing but smoke. <laughs> pH is intact. For sure. But no, I'm saying though, I feel like a lot of these men, <laughs> now I'm just being honest. I feel like a lot of men want a traditional woman, but they're not traditional men. So not at all. It, it doesn't make sense because if we were really basing society, mm-hmm. On traditional roles. That means that the gender norms and stuff like that. That's fine. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But I mean traditional roles in the sense of like the whole 50-50 thing. That Mm -hmm. whole modern thing that they start. Oh, yeah. No, that's canceled for sure. At least for me. I'm not not splitting no rent with no man. And I don't care. Canceled or not. Or how y'all might feel about that. Because at that point, I might as well give me a roommate. Stephanie, do you want to live together at at this point? I'm going to just be honest. It, It definitely gives that. It definitely gives room Okay, I'll just ask you that. Are you willing to split rent I'm gonna be honest with a man? You guys, I have done this in the past. And I have done that, but now. And but go ahead. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've done that in the past. <clears throat> and it's not some. I'm going to say this. Why you guys want traditional women, you have to make sure that you're a traditional man. Meaning that you are a provider. You are a protector. That you are taking care. Because if we was back in the, what, 1930s, whatever, before equal rights and women rights and all this stuff and working. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to sis because I don't know why she fought for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to holler at her. <laughs> sis, come to the front of the line. She said, we want to work too. Why did you why? say that? Why did you say that? Nobody told you to say that. I, I definitely didn't say that. I would have been okay with just being at home, earning some draws. I'm going to say this. We wasn't born yet. That was not our choice. Mm-mm. But what I'm saying is with that idea. Now look at us. Got to yeah. wait until we 70 to retire. But the whole point about it is you have to provide what you require so if you want a submissive woman or you want a traditional man you have to be a traditional woman and you have to be a traditional man it doesn't Mm -hmm. work any way around it you can't pick and choose what you want to take care of for that woman Mm -hmm. you can't be like okay i'm gonna cover this bill but i'm not paying for your hair nails and i'm not paying for all this other stuff i'm not paying for groceries i'm not paying for your car no i'm not okay so what are we doing then are we dutching because this sounds like a dutch date now a dutch date is when you go 50 50 And that's fine when you're in a dating process, but if you actually truly want a woman to be submissive to you, she has to know that she can rely on you. 
that if she was to lose her job tomorrow, you got her back. And I think that's the difference in relationship is when people say, I got you, you have to really mean that. Like, there's no way around you just saying, oh, I got you or, you know, I got this, babe. No, I have to really know that I can put trust into you because these bills are not stopping. And if you don't want to take care of this aspect of my life or together, then we need to have a conversation. Well, that's why I don't believe in traditional roles, though, because I feel like it would just never work. Because a lot of times when people Not do... Not today, anyway, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't work in general because you have a lot of people that just pick and choose which roles mm -hmm. they they want to fall in or which mm -hmm. ones they want to participate in. You don't get to pick and choose. It's either you're going to do it or you're or not. not. You can't be That's what I'm in. saying. You can't be half in, one foot in, and one foot out. You can't pick and choose what you want to do. And that's just not going to work for me. That's why I said at this big grown age, I'm not willing to split my rent with a man because mm. I'm already single and I've been doing it by myself. Never been late on none of my bills. So why, that's what I'm saying. I could depend on myself, but don't get me wrong. When I get in a relationship, you can, I, you can let loose. If you have that man, you can, trust. Yeah, if I have somebody that's reliable, if I have somebody that's able to, you know, um, help me, you know, with, with it, at least maybe take the load off a little bit. I don't expect you to just come in and just be like a, a millionaire or have all this money. Because like you said, you cannot require what you don't have within mm -hmm. yourself. So I can't say, oh, this person has to have this, that, and the third. And I don't have that. But just don't come in with all of these unrealistic expectations. You can't expect a woman to do what your mama did. Because okay. I'm not your mama. Because the first thing you got to ask yourself in a relationship when you're dating somebody to me is, are you a builder or a contractor? Oh. Are we building a foundation for leading to marriage? Or are we contracting and leasing each other out and then we just seeing what works and what don't work? Man, that's a good question. So I got to start asking them, is they a W-2 or a 1099? I'm saying, though, because these questions are important. Permanent or temp? These questions are important because I feel like the I feel like the roles have changed. And the reason why I say this is they because have flipped. as much as these men want to be traditional men, they're not. And the reason why, prime example... And y'all can y'all can drop us in the review or y'all can have y'all opinions, agree to disagree. Right. But it's too many men, from my experience, mm -hmm. that are too comfortable with asking a woman who is not their woman, mm -hmm. who is not their wife, mm -hmm. for assistance. <laughs> and, I, and I'm being real she generous. Said when assistance, I say assistance. That I'm is being hilarious. Real oh my. Using this for term. financial yeah. assistance. I'm sorry, but if no we <laughs> may. How would a woman ever feel comfortable? with you if you turn it around asking her for money but if she was to do that oh, around, oh, oh, oh. so you doing the bending yeah like now now it's like oh she a gold digger now this all she wanted da, 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 da. but it's like okay you did the same thing so are you a gold digger i was too? just about to say that like, wait and i just don't understand how a man will ever feel comfortable asking a woman for anything if they have not put in the time and, and the effort it. to you know to actually make her feel secure in anything and i love the help we are. We that's, what saying, by, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I've said that before. Like, we are, by nature, we are nurturers. Mm -hmm. We will nurture you. We will bring you back to life. We will speak life into you. We will help you financially what? with no questions asked. But if a woman needs that, then all of a sudden, like you just said, she's a gold digger or she's asking for too much or, oh, she got two kids. She, so she got baggage or she got baggage. Like, 
can we can we talk about that too? And I hate seeing stuff like that mm-hmm. on social media because you don't know somebody's situation. How do you know, for all you know, the father of their child could have died or anything could have happened? Anybody can become a single mom or a single dad at any point. Mm-hmm. So that gives you no right to just misjudge and mishandle, you know, future situations with women and men by, like, prejudging them. And having kids... Out of wedlock does not make your value less, women. It really does I, not. I want y'all to understand that because I feel like yeah. a lot of these traditional men be trying exactly. to make you feel bad for make you having, feel bad. bringing life into this world. You made a decision and you made a conscious decision to bring this child into the world. And most of the times, they mom wasn't married. That's the thing. First of all, they mom's not traditional women. They dads they are not, not traditional Exactly. Men. So it's like, I don't know if people are picking this up from like books or TV or where they get Or other podcasts, from. yeah. I don't know where these people are getting this from. Because there's no way that you can expect somebody to be submissive and to be completely vulnerable with you when you gave them zero reason to be. Exactly. You did not make them feel comfortable at all. You did not provide them with any type of security. No emotional security, no financial security, no nothing. And you expect me to have you, and you don't have me. Thank you. But that's that. I I I would never. My doubt you is strong. And And you know what's so so crazy? I'm such a prideful person. Just as a woman, I don't even feel comfortable asking a man for money. So the fact that a man can feel comfortable—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, teach me how. Because I would love to be able to just be like, oh, can you send this to my cash app today? Oh, I need my nails done. Oh, I need my hair done. But I know what you're about to say. You know it. Because you know exactly what I'm going to say. The reason why we haven't felt this comfortable is because we never met nobody that allowed us to, to be get to that place. Yeah. yeah. And we always got each other, though. Do and do and all and will. We'll cover each other and pay for the nails or the bills at the dates before a man will. Okay, because I don't care about that. If I, if you my friend and you my sister, I'm going to take care of you regardless. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to make you. My I got you is a for real I got you. It's yes. Not a, it's not a silent it's not silent. Yes, and it's going to be loud. I'm going to make you feel secure when you're around me. And I'm not if you don't got no money, that's what I'm but saying. And if, and if you need something, I'm not going to eat in front of you and you ain't got nothing to eat. Where, where you want to eat? Where do you want to go? I'm not finna. I'm not finna do that. You know what? That's. I think that's why we are the way we are with each other. And it's like these men think that us having these strong personalities or these strong mindsets or these strong work ethics came out of coincidence. No, they came out of survival. They came because we had to pick up the pieces and the slack that y'all didn't want to pick up. So if I don't have nobody who wants to build mm-hmm. and they just contracting, that means that I have to be able to take care of myself and my child. Right. Why would I allow a man who doesn't want to be my man? <laughs> that doesn't want to be my <laughs> I'm man. I'm just saying because a man who wants to provide for you and take care of you will. You don't have to ask for that. That's the you difference. Don't. I don't want to have to ask for none of that. You shouldn't have to have to ask Because if for somebody it. really truly loves you and they want to take care of you. They're going to show they up for you. Care, they, listen, they're going to take care of what they love. They're going to take care of what they love. It's just like a pair of gym shoes. If you get a new pair of gym shoes, you're not going to want to scuff them. You're not going to want to get them dirty. You're not going to go outside in the rain in them. You're not going to want to let other people wear them. You're not going to want to let nobody borrow them because you care so much about it. So you have to treat humans the same way. 
And that's why I just think that traditional roles just need to be removed They're because we talked about this before. Anyways, like when you pick your partner, it just needs to be a level of respect. If if you lose your job today, it's OK for the woman to step up and take care of those bills, too, because you chose a responsible woman that can be in a position to help you. And the same thing with a man. If I lose it and I don't have it, I just expect you to just be able to pick up. We helped each other. We build each other up. Not you expecting all of these unrealistic things. Oh, you want to know what happens? And when you start getting into those gender roles or like those traditional roles that we're mm-hmm. talking about, what tends to happen in relationships is your love changes. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you have unconditional love and then you have contract love. Mm-hmm. A contract love is a love based on what that person can do for you, what that mm-hmm. person can provide for you. And some people are, are okay with contract love. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, you know what? He do this, this, and the third. I I do this, this, and the third. That's fine if that's what y'all want. Mm -hmm. But I want everything. Mm -hmm. I don't want a contract love. I want an unconditional love where I don't have to ask you to to want to take care of me. That you just take care of your family. Because that's something in you. And taking care of women is so much more beyond finances. It is. It's emotional. And that's what I want y'all to know, that it literally has nothing to do with the money. The money is supposed to be like an extra add-on bonus. It's like having ice cream and then you put the little cherry on top. That's what the money is. like for 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 women. Well, for secure women that already have their own bag. I'll say that. For secure women that already have their own bag. The money means nothing. It's the love. love. That's what I'm saying. It's the money and love. Yes. Like, no. Because love don't cost a thing. Not if you really <laughs> And that's love the thing. And, and you shouldn't have to spend a whole bunch of money on somebody to, to prove anything to them. Mm-hmm. All we want from men is consistency. Th- that's why I started the conversation off with consistency. That tells me everything I need to know about a person and how they move. It's how consistent they are. That's even with consistency with your job, with your relationships, mm-hmm. with your other friendships, with your family members, with the way that you communicate your feelings, your thoughts. Consistency. It's the most simplest thing. And it's and free. And it's free. And it's the hardest thing. It's free. Listen. Time. It's energy. free. Energy is free. Energy, energy is currency. What we're doing right now is exchanging energy. We're, yeah, we're literally this is this is us exchanging aura and knowledge and sharing things with another. That's what a relationship is supposed to be about is sharing those experiences, those moments, and building. Yeah. But I feel like we get so lost in those traditional roles that now it's too hard for us to come out of our shells. Now we don't know how to be vulnerable with one another, and that's for men and women. Now men don't feel comfortable with us. We don't feel comfortable with them. We don't exactly. Feel safe. And now we all just stuck in this whole repeated cycle of, okay, I'm going to see what's out here, but everybody damaged. And it's so sad to say this. Some, and I love my black men, but oftentimes, and just in this world and where I'm at, I don't always feel the most protected by them. Or love. I don't. I don't, I don't feel, feel protected all. by don't them feel at all. I don't feel seen. I don't feel protected. I don't feel loved. They pick and choose. I, yeah. And I feel like I have never even got like that full experience of like somebody really seeing all of me and wanting to love me through it all and like show me how to be loved properly the first time around, not the second time, not after I give you a second chance, not after you already hurt my feelings, not after you've already damaged me or do repeated trauma with me. Just love properly the first time. I think I, that's what pisses me off, though, in the world. It, it makes me mad. I See, and like, I'm not trying to be no angry no, no, no. black woman. We're not angry yeah. black women. We're just stating facts and experiences yeah. of what we went through. And I feel like what bothers me about relationships and these 
this ideology of trying to get get to that point of actually making it out to the marriage because we keep dating and we don't get to marriage. It's, right. It stops. Yeah, it stops. It stops the right Inconsistency. There. I mean, it's, it's, it's beyond just the inconsistency. It's just like I said, it's the level of respect that we have for one another. Like, yes. <coughs> excuse me. If I don't but respect you, you respect as a man, somebody going to show up for them. And that's what be I'm consistent. saying. But it's because of these little things that happens in these relationships where we don't know how to talk to each other. We don't know how to love one another because we never experienced love. We never seen it up close. So now we're basing all these I, these facts or these feelings based on what we see. That's why I say, that's why I don't like social media. A black man, yeah. and I'm going to just be honest, y'all can feel how y'all feel. But if we don't, y'all can say that y'all love us all y'all want. But if we don't feel it, it, it's not real for us. And what I mean by that is you guys will pick and choose when y'all want to love y'all black women. And it has to be contingent on what that black woman did for you. Like, y'all will go out here and protect somebody on line. Free this person, free that person, this mm-hmm. and the third. Defend all these all these people online, but you won't even defend your mama. You won't even defend your sister. You won't even protect What's... your cousin. Like, what? What's... You're not even protecting the, the mother of your children. What's sad to me is like, and I hate this for our entire community, is that we grow up in these broken homes. Um, we come out of these situations. We end up, you know, trying to create families of our own. And it's so disappointing to hear a man say how they may have grown up or how they seen their mom get treated. And then they just repeat that trauma and that they just repeat that cycle. Like, I wanted to end with us. Like, I wanted to stop there. I don't want to be like how my mom was or how my non-existent dad was. Like, I don't I don't want that. Like, I want that to stop. Like, I want us all to be able to see each other for who we truly are. Love each other through our flaws. Get through it together. And, and it's so sad because black women, we don't get enough credit or praise because we've been protecting black men for so long and we never get acknowledged for it. Way like during slavery and stuff. Who's the one that was catering to those wounds, to those needs, still trying to provide for the children, hiding the the children, out in the fields? That's what I'm saying. Shooting. More than you probably is. I got the Glock, baby. Don't worry about it. I'll get them before they get you. I'm going to cover you. Women, they cover men. We cover our men. We pray over our Mm -hmm. men. Listen, y'all, listen. I don't want this. This is so sad and just like heartbreaking. No, it It really is heartbreaking to talk about because this this is what's happening like with with just like black culture. And at some point it has to stop. Like that cycle has to be ended. Even with women too, being toxic, talking down on men, like telling them that they ain't nothing, telling them that they gonna be just like they dad, knowing that that's a trauma for them. And they're literally trying to figure out how to be their own man when they never seen one before. So for you to throw that up in a man's face, like, oh, you're gonna probably gonna be just like your daddy. And they don't even know what a dad looks like. And they're trying their best to be the best father that they can, knowing that they don't have no tools and they're trying to figure it out. It's just... But that's why it starts with the mindset. I feel like in our community, it starts with the mindset. If we can at least shift our mindset... Yeah. And we can be... We can accept love in our hearts. Mm -hmm. Like, we have a heart for a reason. It's meant to love. It is. I'm confused. Yes, it's meant to love and to give love and to receive receive love. love. Yes. Like, it's, it's meant to share that love with one another. That experience. And it's like, man, you have to understand. Y'all may be the neck 
but I mean, y'all may be the head, but the women are the next. We tell you where to turn. Mm -hmm. We tell you. You better come on, Harriet Tubman. Oh, that was good. I'm just saying. That was good. That was good. Y'all be forgetting that y'all need that support. And we are that support. That was so good. So we just need that to be reciprocated and shown to us. And y'all wonder why. And, <sighs> and I hope that going. we get the opportunity to be able to, I would say, like, publicize this conversation. Yes. Because I do want to be able to have our black men on the forefront to let them know. Because we always, always, always say this. And uh, we will continue to say this, how we love and appreciate our black men. But I would love to have, like, an open conversation about that. Like, I just want to be able to have a healthy conversation about what can black women do more, you know, to show up for our black men or where we have where lack and where and, and where they can show up for us. I want to be able to, like, sit and have, like, a face-to-face with black men and say, what do you need from black women and what can black women give to you? Like, I want us to be able to have that healing conversation out loud and talk about it all with each other though like i don't want men to continue to walk around with all of that trauma either and feel like they can't talk to their women you know what i'm saying or that they're gonna get beat down or they're gonna get judged or they gotta feel like they gotta be so macho and i'm tired of us women feeling like we don't get the opportunity to you know be soft as well and that we gotta carry all of that because we scared to talk to them it has to break the cycle has to stop we gotta change our mindset that's where it starts it starts with the mindset and it starts with a conversation Mm -hmm. the conversation that we are too scared to have because we concerned about cancel culture what what he say on the little reel you can't cancel me you didn't make me god made me (laughs) i'm just saying you can't it don't matter how you feel and like i said this could be an agree to disagree but we are just speaking from experience yeah just experience this is this is no hate involved at all all. this is just a cry for love yeah it's a cry for our community to love one another so we can keep building each other so we can become better in our community we can prosper we want to change the narrative yes we want more marriages. Uh, we want more marriages. We want to see more healthy black families. I want to see the real healthy black families. And not just like, on seriously. TV. Like, seriously. Yeah. And not just, yeah. Yeah, not just on TV. So I was about to say on the internet. But yeah, on the oh, internet and not just on TV. <laughs> because a lot of times, you know, people sh- pick and choose they like what they want you to show. see. Just mm-hmm. like the good stuff. But no, I want to be able to attend more weddings. I want to be able to see like real black love. I want to I want to see all of my friends be loved properly, the right way, without that trauma, without us crying. And I want to, I just want to, when I think about the future and being married, I want to be able to travel with you, with our husbands, go on yachts, have those conversations where they too, as black men, can be able to have conversations about the marriages out loud and we just mm-hmm. talk about that stuff and we break those cycles. And that it's like a real safe space for all of us to be friends with one another, to love each other. Like, that's my brother. I don't like the way that you talk to him. Don't do that to your husband or don't do that to your wife or and don't disrespect. That's what I'm saying. And don't disrespect your girl like no, that. No, hold uh, each other accountable for sure, especially with infidelity. Yeah, like, exactly. Huh. That's what I'm saying. Just the small things, even with like the disrespect, like we just said, even if it's like Like, y'all not even married that. Yeah, like why you do that to him or you embarrass him or you belittle her. Like if that's your queen, really treat her like that. Or if that's your king, really treat him like that. Allow that man to lead. Okay, yeah, he might not have led you right in the past, but... If you gonna continue to still be in a relationship with him, get him listen. the opportunity we have to, to learn fix to it. Lesson. That's that's what and you have is. to give people the opportunity to fix it. I, I feel like the biggest thing is listening, because if listen. I can, if you listen to me and I listen to you, 
And I don't mean that just like like hear me. Yeah, yes. I'm saying really like hear see me, me and see me. See me. I'm not saying like the surface level where I just tell you ask me if I'm doing okay and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I mean mm-hmm. like really see me mm-hmm. for who I am. See my inside, well, see my heart. When somebody do, they would know. They won't even have to ask because they're gonna be so in alignment with you. Oh, this conversation got this was long. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the time, no, y'all. This was so good. I really hope that we're able to get this, like like I said, publicized and that we're able to have it on the forefront to be able to talk to our black men. So, y'all, please send us some DMs and come on here and let's have these unhealthy, healthy, healing conversations Open together. Conversations, Open conversations. This is really a safe space. Like I said, we're not here to bash women or men. We're just talking about our experiences and i hope that you guys did learn something from this of course we wish all the best i hope that every brown baby and brown cousin listening on here that you get the love that you truly deserve whether that's from a man or a woman or whoever you want it from mm, amen and you know what guys oh that was that was a good ending. it was so i'm good. gonna just leave it on that and i'm gonna <laughs> catch y'all in the next episode <laughs> yes see you yes. guys later bye, bye.